0: football player defensive back highly decorated just graduated class of 2019 um all the good awards let's talk about some of them so nfl players association collegiate bowl last year first team all-american 2018 first team academic all big 12 2018 the pete taylor mvp 2018 first team all big 12 espn 2017 um second team all big 12 through the coaches and and AP polls. So like you did what we call the damn thing in college sports. Congratulations. We're going to have a kind of an interesting conversation because I know that they train you guys to speak about the most positive things that are happening in the world and in your experience. But today and these days look very different for people that look like us and for people that don't look like us. Right. It's, it's very, very different world. And so conversations are different and tough conversations have to be had. Um, our company's goal is to always inform and ignite families and athletes and give them as much information. And what we found to be super helpful is just hearing conversation, like people just testifying, telling their story, telling their experience. Our goal is to, you know, just help, especially now help kids and their families understand the ramifications of that choice when you sign and there's one school that you are now committed to, right? Um, so I'd love to start by letting you talk a little bit about your high school recruiting experience. How did you land at Iowa State? Oh,
1: man. Uh, <laughs> Iowa, State, Iowa, State, Iowa State was around for a long time. Um, kinda with me building my portfolio. They were, they were around. Um, also, other. My first offer came from Texas Tech um, on the spot. Boom, got that offer. And from that point on, it just started escalating, right? Um, Texas reached out, uh, partial scholarship. Um, start gaining cloud around the football world. Um, like I said, I would say it always been there, just never put an offer. Um, a lot of Texas schools kept coming. I know I wanted to play in the Big 12, but um, I was kind of just saying what what else was out there before I just committed to a Texas school. Kind of jumped up through the story. January, Sunday's in February. Um, I was state finally offered. Send me on a recruit visit. Go to Ames. Love it. Something new, something different. I felt a sense of community. And... We played all the Texas schools, so I was like, "Boom, oh, sign me up. Um, a place, obviously, you look at that record, not too great. I know how to win, so I'm not, I wasn't hung on that. Um, I just knew I wanted to go somewhere where I was gonna have a chance to play early and actually showcase my capabilities um, as soon as possible. And I would say, allowed me to do that. But like I said, I had different offers. Um, so it pretty much came down, like, you well, know, you pray about it, talk to family about it, um, see where your future could possibly uh, grow
0: from um, that school.
1: Academic, yeah, even on the academic level, yeah, uh, top five school and design. Um, like I said, it, it fit, it fit, it, and that's what I ended up. With, I
0: Got it, got it. Okay, so you were recruited because you are from Houston, Texas. So you were recruited by all what essentially are like your local and regional schools, right? How hard is it for an athlete to make the decision to leave home? Mm. Because, you know, playing at home is really unique and special. You know what I'm saying? Because you get to play in front of as much of your familial people as possible, but when you leave you don't have as much of that family support. Did you find that you were kind of lost in any way? And
1: that and that goes on the person, right?
0: Yeah, say,
1: get away from home. Everybody can't do that. So right. I can speak from my perspective of I know what I know what family is and like I said, when I went to Ames, I felt that. So when I was in Ames, it was no, I miss home, because they surrounded me like home. My biggest, honestly, my biggest problem, or what I faced, was losing.
0: Losing, okay. Yeah.
1: Losing, losing almost sent me home.
0: Not the fact that,
1: oh, I miss home, I need to go home. Yeah. Losing was my period. It was...
0: Uh Uh-oh, you there? uh, Okay. You're back, you're back. That
1: was my brother calling, right? Okay. Um, but... Losing was my biggest fear. It was like, all right, I think I need to go home because they don't know how to win, right? Um, so when you talk about leaving home, it's like, uh, different. some people need that home feeling. Like, yeah. Ames gave it to me.
0: Yeah. Ames,
1: Ames gave it to me.
0: Yeah. That's dope. So you loved Ames. You love the community. You still live in Ames. There you go. There you go. You still live there, so so you feel like it really is genuinely home for you. Um, you had a coaching change that you experienced sure. during your time um at Iowa State, and it definitely changed things for the better for the program. You guys started winning a lot. Um sure. 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 there are a lot of athletes who end up in that position and they transfer. Why didn't you transfer? Mm. Why didn't I transfer?
1: Um, a lot of I would say a lot of personal reasons okay. and a lot of and a lot of I've never just been the one around from the situation right okay um, obviously just like any other player new coach who is this right they uh, came from Toledo uh, we better than him y'all know we only won three games right we only lost to them right um, but you know it's in your mind it's, yeah uh, uh, yeah I didn't leave obviously I'd already built the. The name, there, family oriented. If anything, I was gonna see if he can hang with with what I was gonna bring him to the table, right? Um, less of a new coach who was gonna run me out. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. Deceptive Yeah.
1: Um, tell us more. Let's let's see what this let's see what this guy's talking about. Um But. Yeah, um, it's a lot of different reasons why people transfer and see. You can you can get the sense of, oh, he recruited me, he gave me some promises, maybe I was gonna play, um, this coach, he don't even remember my name. Um, okay. you know, a lot of a lot of reasons to run, you know, a lot of reasons to move. me um, personally I didn't a change with that change wasn't gonna make me
0: was gonna me. Maybe if you'd have came in with a losing attitude, that would've ran me off. Okay. But,
1: he, okay. He came in, and was crazy? I talked to him this morning, right? Um, so that says a lot about our relationship, a lot about the trust that I had, a lot of the trust that he built, and his philosophies. Still believe in, um, love him like a father, right? Wow. So, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's good for players to kind of hear it another. Right. He's change up. You change up.
0: Yeah, you, that's a fantastic piece of advice. Hear the change out. I do think I see a lot of kids just feeling like they got a new evil step-parent and they just bounce. And I really wanted to know what your experience was like. Because, like, you know, it's ho- the recruiting experience is hard. It's long and you feel like you've established a relationship. And then someone takes that person from you and that feels like you're, like... Uh, security blanket if you will right yeah, and then that person's gone but if, if you are still actively engaged with your college coach then that does say a lot about his relationship and what he was really trying to authentically build in the players that doesn't happen everywhere though so you know you you know that you know that better than me okay let's talk about what it's like to play in a state where there's no pro team
1: beautiful <laughs> um i enjoyed it actually uh I wouldn't say I, I seek attention, but I
0: like <laughs> I don't want to like say I'm checkout. really into like, myself, but I like attention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, when the lights come on, I want it, I want a pack stadium. When I come out of the locker room, I want to see a packed house. Um, but when I say that, it's no distractions. There's no excuses of, oh, our team lost this week. We're going to jump on the NFL team tomorrow, Sunday. Right, right. right. It's almost like it's a commitment. You stuck with would State, right? If you live in Ames, you stuck with would State. You can have your NFL teams, but well, you got to draw to Minnesota this
0: year, right? Uh,
1: so it's basically that community is you stuck. You don't have an excuse to say, "Oh, well, I got another team." Oh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. With on that level, it was we were the best of the best. We were the cream of the crop. We was all that mattered, right? Right. Uh, And that that really shows a team's or fans' loyalty, a community's loyalty, when all you have is one option.
0: Right, right. I enjoy not having a professional team. You enjoy not having a professional team. I
1: enjoy it. I enjoy it.
0: Because you guys are the professional team, right? But doesn't that, like, give or lend to, that's a big piece of responsibility that some kids might not be ready for. True. How do you think that, you know, parents should prepare their kids for the experience of A, leaving home, moving to a new market, new community? Ames is tiny, right? So, new market, new community, probably smaller than most people's cities. Um, you know, like we're LA based, so it's like tiny. It's more like the community that I grew up in than like the city that I raised my kids in. Um, but, Leaving home, leaving your community, coming to maybe a potentially smaller community that has a humongous pro level football community, right? How do you think that athletes can manage that? How do you prepare for that?
1: How do you prepare for it? That's a beautiful word. Um, Prepare. I would say it's almost mental, right? Okay. Uh, um, you obviously have to prepare mentally just f- to be able to deal with that responsibility of being seen from the low light to the high light. Uh, one thing Coach Campbell taught us, don't get too high with the highs, don't get too low with the lows. Um, how do you prepare? Oh, man. That,
0: that thing- it's okay to not even have an answer because I was like, how would if i had known the difference you know how would i prepare my son i i couldn't even find the words to prepare him because we live in LA we got all the sports teams <laughs> two two and three sports teams in the same sport right so like it's very different here than there there are levels right like but Iowa state is for especially that side of Iowa that is the biggest and best thing going. It looks and feels very pro. Do you find that um, that might help athletes transition easier to the NFL? For sure. Okay.
1: For sure. And especially with that being prepared, I would say the I guess the advice that I could give right now, yeah. I would say treat treat one the same way you would treat a mealman. And with that being said, as long as your feet are off the ground. Is just thinking of it as the same height, right? Yeah. Um, you could be able, You could be one foot off the ground, no thousand. As long as you're off the ground, just treat it as you're off the ground. Um, and I know that's what helped me. So from whether it was one person in the stands or seventy thousand, I treated them all as one. this one person.
0: It's one person. It's it's just you. Yeah. Um, I just
1: it was just me, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: that would be the advice I would give because every level you. You go to it, it's just more people. Yeah. What you want to call pressure. Right. Um, I mean, with, with risk comes reward. And, uh, excellence. Like what you want, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. So, we posted a post that was very controversial last week okay. on our Instagram. We posted an image of a black man college age at hampton university holding a sign and the sign said i wish america loved me now the same way they did when i was a college athlete or something to that effect and it got the most likes (laughs) the fastest and a lot of that is the current climate right and i know that there are a lot of athletes that are feeling that and the the when i saw it the only thing that i could caption was the best protection for a black man is a jersey right cuz with that jersey <laughs> face because it is it there's there's some privilege that comes with wearing that jersey right there's some privilege with having those logos on your chest there's privilege with having your name and your face seen on television right and when you aren't in your jersey like you're at home you're working just finished working out right you're at the crib you're still a famous figure there are you a famous figure everywhere i don't know right i don't know Do you have the same privilege? I don't know. But if you walked around in your jersey, people would be like, who is that? 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 that?" Right? People immediately want to recognize you, want to know who you are, right? And so I'm wondering from your perspective, now that parents, my son graduated from high school two years ago, almost to the day, two years ago, I did not have any of these conversations with my son because I thought that what we're having happen in the world right now would never happen again. Like, I didn't think it would ever happen past, when it happened for our parents, well, your grandparents, right? And so how do parents help choose a school, right? For their black son when they don't understand the racial dynamics of the community? How do they do that? Do you have any insights into that? You, you know, Ames is predominantly white city, Correct. right? Correct. And um, I'm wondering, is there a way for parents to protect their babies? What should they be looking for? I know everyone's saying, look, 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 look at what the coach is saying. If watch the coach, see the coach's statement. But I say go past the coach's statement. Go past go go the coach because the coach gets it most of the time. We're finding that some coaches definitely don't. But for the most part, there are coaches who don't necessarily focus on race and have a racial bias. For the most part. For the athletes that grew up in a specific community of people, maybe it's mostly predominantly black, and they're now going into a community of predominantly white people, and we are in this current climate... I am telling every single parent, look at what the state representative, the Congress people are talking about. What is their position? Because I did not know that Steve King was who he is. I didn't know. If I had known, right, if I had known to dive that deep, to dive past the person who came and sat on my couch and met me, right, yep. I wouldn't have never signed that letter. I couldn't do it in good faith with knowing that the highest official in the state has a problem with black people. So do you recommend that athletes look past the coaches because a coaches are transferable they move around? Right. Look past coaches. What should parents be doing to protect their babies that are want, like you wanting to leave home, wanting to have a new experience, go somewhere and feel like this is community and this is home and I may want to build a life here want to stay how do we help them
1: you know you know I got to get an ass of it started at home um, basically we've got we to strap our own kids up right you got to give them the tools they need to thrive in any environment um, honestly we know it's, it's so many athletes so many different routes you can take the recruiting process is, I think they recruit people in middle school now. right <laughs>
0: So <laughs> <laughs> there's like sixth graders like, oh, you got an offer? There's like a sixth grade QB that right. got a, yeah,
1: great. Right. Um, and even me coming out, it was less of uh, man. You can tell me about politics. I don't care. Right. What kind of uniforms they got? Right. right. The office they, right? <laughs> um, what they run? Um, put in the NFL? Around. Right. So I would, I would almost, I would almost rather shape, be proactive. Um, yeah. Kind of teach. Teach kids what to look out for, certain disciplines we need. Yeah. Um, but definitely, when it comes to picking a school, we want to. Oh, you got to dive people than there, coaches, right?
0: Absolutely. Um, that's my new absolutely. thing. I'm like, pass the coach. The coach is going to pass the test, baby. Trust me. Look past the coach.
1: Look past the coach. Um, and you're talking about this you're, this, you're there all day, every day. So if the coaches don't get along, oh, that's. Hey. Yeah. You would send your kids to a broken family and be like thrive
0: in that society and that Right. No. How do you find that though? How do you? How does a parent determine that on a forty-eight hour visit where they are literally? Honest to God, honest on my on my visit to um, Ames, I felt like I was drugged. I was like this. At one point, I was so tired from eating and listening and trying to just memorize everything, remember everybody's name. At one point, I was literally up against the wall like this. And they were like, are you ready to go back to your hotel? And I was like, yes, please. Somebody tuck me in. I'm exhausted. It's exhausting. You're trying to meet everybody, get a good handshake, get a good read. It's a lot. But how in the world do you identify if the coaching, the internal coaching piece is together? How do we know?
1: And you can't do that in two days, right? And that's when you start talking. the only answer I know is proactive. Either you have to have the kid, the athlete that's a superstar, where it's like, "Okay, you can go wherever you want." Let's take a visit every weekend. But what about the kids like me that got, I got offer a month before,
0: right? How mm. do I find out about Iowa State? Like, honestly,
1: I still got to go off to college. I still want to play in the Big Twelve. How do I do that in a shorter time span? Yeah, and and that's why I can only give the answer of if I wasn't mentally ready. It didn't matter where I went, right? It didn't, right. I would have got, got swallowed. Yes. And that's pretty much. It's 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 one of those, like how do you figure out about a program, a school, and and a span of a visit, and and this is where I say, I can't blame the coaches. I can't blame the university because they're trying, right? Um, I was a part of the program of okay, we actually had meetings about who was coming in the parents that I was coming in they, they tried their best for us to get to know the parents um so say i was toasting it wasn't oh you got a kid from LA oh I got a kid from LA with two sisters They're staying with his mom um dad this situation three point three when I tell you like this is Coach Campbell program he tried to to put us with the best fit of what he thought was coming into the program and what was already in the program. But like I said you only got two days we yeah. try to show you the, the facility, the, <laughs> country, the lifestyle. We trying to show you nightlife. We trying to show you.
0: It's a lot in two days. Right? It's it's, it's wow. two days. I don't think two days is enough time. I genuinely, I believe. I'm like, it needs to be. A, and there needs to be a third or fourth day, it, or maybe there's two visits that are allowed because like it's just not. It's not enough time. And if you if you experience a coaching change which a lot of athletes that we know experience the coaching change at the end of a bad season and you can rate a sign your NLI. Like I went in September, everything was fantastic. It's November. My coach just got fired because <laughs> they didn't make a bowl game. Yep. I got a month to establish a relationship with this school. If they even want me, right. Even if they, if the coach still wants me and what do I do? like what do we do how do we find a way I can't go back I can't start over I've already done my visit Correct. what do we do how do you how do you Correct. identify it's hard right Correct. Correct. we'll definitely dive deeper into that um in the yeah, future for we sure have to dive yeah because that's something that like the transport portal is a real thing it's a it's a living system it's a living Move in platform moving system it, you know, and there are people who go in it and then end up staying. And people who go in and then don't go JUCO, and people that go in and then go to another school. There's so many different ways. And now with COVID, like with no spring ball, it's very weird. No seven on seven. None of the things that we're used to. Who knows what this first full season, God willing, right when 2021 starts over, if they can have a spring, if we can even finish this season? Can we even get through a college football season, whether it's abbreviated or not? Can that happen? You know. And then parents who have their kids home now because colleges were like, "Bye, get home, go home." Right? What What do you do? What do you do when there's this? There's already this huge. What is this? What am I trying to? What I'm trying to say? There's a um, an experience of of being a college athlete. But now we're kind of like one toe in with COVID. Do you send your athlete back? Is it safe? Right? Is it, is, it, is it clean enough? Are they going to get COVID because they're in close quarters? Is social distancing working? How do they live in dorms? How in the world do you know anything about how they plan to move forward with that? Because that it's a little unnerving to have your baby leave home right now with all of this happening.
1: That's true. The game is shaking up right now, and even on, ah, it's tough because if they step on the field, COVID don't exist. Uh-huh. That's just how I play. If I step on the field and it's for a battle, there's no more excuses of oh, we didn't get the train. You still have an expectation to
0: win, right? Right. Um, are we even? Are we even being proactive in a
1: sense of building the mentality of athletes to? You still have to perform. Like you know, the stadium is still going to fill out um, with precaution, or however they want to do it, and people expect you to be the, be the best to win. Um, so are, are we even hitting that aspect of? Are you at home? You may not be eating right. You're not on your regimen, but you still still expected to be a D one Um A lot of kids, watch A lot of kids. It's just a new experience. Yeah. So How are we even getting kids ready to to lose? Because everybody's not going to win. Right. As usual. Just like any other game, everybody's not going to win. Right. So are, we, are we even ready to start? Are we even ready to say first quarter, go? Right. Because um, I knew what it took me to play. as Playing as a freshman, I needed spring ball. <laughs> I needed fall camp. I needed to be around older
0: people, a team, a program, an organization. Yeah. 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 And you're competitive and you're saying that. You're competitive and you know your talent. You are fully aware of it. And you feel like all of those things genuinely benefited, like you benefited from those. Oh yes, you and need it. and without those, what in the world is the future of Division One sports look like this first season? <laughs> you're like, all
1: right. ooh, you're right. It's gonna be a whole lot of YouTube highlights and a whole lot of tweets and a whole lot of bickering. Can a kid handle being talked down like that? A kid that never lost, right? Yeah. Um, I've been in this program. I know what to do. Well, uh, the game just changed. Now you're about to see some not so happy tweets or coaches. You're about to get some some threats of Are oh, you on the hot seat now? How do how, how do you take that in, but not give it to the, to the players, right? Um, so a lot of coaches are about to lose right now, and they may take it out on the on the players.
0: Oh, What's that program
1: looking right now? Um, the visit has
0: been changed, right? Ain't no, there were no visits, right? No spring visits, no spring evaluation period. How do you recruit, like, how do you confidently recruit and plan to invest in an athlete? Like, it's, and, and the thing is, it, it happened to everybody. It wasn't like, okay, hey, Pac-12, or hey, ACC, yes. y'all can't recruit. It's like, nobody could, right? But it's hard to consider investing time and energy and resources into an athlete. You have not seen except for in this format for months. Yeah. So tell me about do you know anything about recruiting? Um when it when it comes to this environment, I've heard coaches say things like, You should be tweeting me all the time. DM me, DM me, DM me <laughs> your highlights. <laughs> Does that really work? And who should they really be DMing their highlights? Should they be DMing the Position coach? Should they be damning the grad assistant coaches? Who?
1: That's a man. I, I feel like I had that thought the other day. Um, I just want to hear first on highlight videos. You should have two highlight videos, right? Mm. You should have one. You should have one for the for your friend out the street, right? Cool music. Look, you don't start making plays for two minutes into the video. Have that video posted. Get your likes. But when it comes to the game, if I'm if I'm a coach and I'm a I don't want to see that. As soon as, as soon as I press play, even I want to miss something. Right when I press play on it, oh, he already started attacking. Not, uh, he dancing before. Prep. Okay, all right, man. We, coaches don't have the time for that, right? If you want to, if you're a good coach, you're probably watching two hundred players a day. I don't know if you're a recruiting coach. We want to get straight to it. We want to see boom, boom. Okay, you on that. Boom, he made that play. That's what you want to see. So you want to have two different videos, um, and then who you're sending it to. That's when you start to send research, right? So I'm a marketing major and it costs the market. If I want to send a t-shirt, I need to know what target market I want to hit. I need to know exactly who I want to hit. So maybe if I'm a DB, if I'm a DB and maybe I'm reaching out my comfort zone. Maybe I don't need to send it to the head dog. Maybe I need to send it to GA. Maybe I need to send it through a different connect that can reach that person. Um, But if I know where I'm going, I know what target I want to hit, Boom. Just like demographics, I don't want to hit this age group. Yeah. hit this range. I want to hit this yep. So
0: uh-huh. that's really smart. That's smart. Yeah, you're, you're saying you you saying that athletes should strategically define their audience. So the type of coach they want to play for essentially, the type of school they want to go to, do their research. Find out who the what the org tree looks like and hit as many people on the org tree as possible with your best strategically placed highlight. Not, not your entertainment version, the business version.
1: There you go. Coaches want to win.
0: How are you going to help me win? Ah, that is fantastic advice. So you said you're a marketing major and we've spoken offline about some of the things that you're doing now. Um, because you're you're in limbo. You are in the process of still pursuing an NFL career, which is dope, but you also have set up your own business. Business says, right? Business says. Right? Right. right? Because your passion is what?
1: Women. <laughs> no, no, but definitely are but great teams.
0: Creating the world I wanna
1: see. Um basically saying I go one-on-one with anybody in the world and on any field we can go in the street. We can go in a stadium, wherever you want to meet me. I, I like myself in anything. Yes.
0: That's my mindset. Yes. That's mine too. I, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. Totally. <laughs> that's me totally. Um, so you love art. Correct. You love art. You have created some <laughs> of events around art and that's creative nice. spaces Tell the good people about what you're doing in Ames and what your plans are. If you want to share them to expand what you're doing in Ames.
1: Correct. Correct. Um, and this is the part that's who am I marketing to, right? Yeah. Um, and sometimes you dream big and you can scare people away. That's just like, if you say Iowa state's going to win a big tour championship, a lot of people might jump off the ship and say, yeah, I got a better chance swimming to the land myself. Um, And I'm going to say the big picture. I want an academy.
0: Okay. I want
1: want an academy, and I want to obviously take everything that i soaked in, this winning mentality, this culture, this proactive mindset, and I want to instill it into communities, right? And I'm not just talking names. I'm talking globally um, because I believe I have a recipe for winning. And my motto is there's more than one way to live, right? Yeah. Um, And when I say that, that's basically saying, I'm not a football player. I'm not a businessman. I'm not an employee. Or oh, I can be all of them and still reach my goal. Uh, once I set it. Um, so with this academy, I want to say it's a lifestyle. Um, yeah. I want to implement this culture of winning. So if I'm a chef, I want to, I want to, I want to train like a, like a division one athlete, right? Um, in the sense of my mentality. Maybe I missed. A, you know, it's it's the game of inches with anything. Maybe I didn't add enough salt or maybe I didn't get enough sleep, and my wrist, the touch of it was off. Yeah. Um, this, this philosophy of winning. And I want an academy. I want it virtually, I want it physically, and I want it for minorities um, because it's, it's steps, it's levels. You can make it out of high school and then run into a wall in college. You can make it out of college with a degree and run into another wall. Right. So basically, I want this winning game plan where it's put me wherever you want to. You can put me in the jungle. And I'm going to come out victorious. Why? Because I know how to win. Not I know how to backpedal and break. Think about it right now. Nobody's backpedaling and break. So
0: right. if that's the you do.
1: You're not winning.
0: Ah, so it's really an academy that's more about cultivating your competitive mindset. Mm-hmm. Is that what so whatever you want to do, no matter what your ultimate life path, is or goal or passion is, they can come into your kind of competitive mindset academy and learn the discipline to use their mental game to be their best. That's dope. <laughs> that is pretty dope. That is, that is, that's, that's a good idea. I think that people are laser focused right now on. Improving their mindset, they better be. God willing, they are improving their mindset, making sure that they are doing actionable things towards their goal, making sure that they are taking the best care of themselves holistically. That's my word, (laughs) right? Like taking care of yourself all all of all of you right not just putting your face into the bible that's important if that's important to you and your spirituality but it's got to be more than that the actionable steps you take after you read the bible is what's going to be important right how, how you carry yourself in the world how you present yourself in the world now that you have that knowledge base is really what's gonna skim the people right now at the top when we start to like reopen and re-engage and Earth. realign Earth. There are some alignments that you might have had previous to COVID that you probably will not, if you've been working on yourself and doing the good work. The growth mindset is a real thing. There are some people you're gonna find you don't need and you don't want, and so
1: boom, Boom. Um, it just hit me when you when you was running. Think about food and and the program. You don't you don't have to cook. It's prepared for you, right? But you just got sent home. Um, I know in my community, I'm vegan. If I'm looking for vegan, uh, I'm probably driving 20 minutes away, right? So how do I, what do, I didn't have to cook right at a program this, oh, I'm vegan, okay, boom, 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 we got it, it's made out for you. Now I'm at home, okay, how do I, how do I implement this, this new change and still be my best when I come back to perform? Um, Nobody's counting my calories, nobody's saying eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, after you live, make sure you're it's privilege, right? You you finish
0: you the get, privilege of being a D one athlete. Yes, you're talking about the nutrition program that comes with being a D one athlete. Having all, you're having some of most of your meals cooked for sure. Having them based on the diet that you want, based on the goals for your body and your position and your recovery. Having somebody right. do all of the big things that are really hard to do at home, and then right. being sent home and not having that. No one knows what their athletes are going to come back looking like.
1: No telling. I lived in a training room.
0: Mm. I, I, I did the whirlpool. I did the treadmill, water, aerobic,
1: uh, normatic, ice cup, massage, acupuncture. Honestly, that don't exist. That's why I left home because I didn't have those resources. So oh. how do a player like me, and I know what it takes to be my best, how do I come back and perform at that level? How? how? Right.
0: How? Right. Well, I think it does. It's going to have to start with your mindset. You got to just this is your reset. Goodness, that's mind boggling to think about, you know, the kids that are so used to being in a regimen like that and then having to go back home. What well, their your parents work and they ain't got time to feed them and cook steaks and chicken breast and egg whites and make sure you have enough vegetables. And they're like, you are 20. You better get in there and make something. There you go. and you're vegan so like when did you decide you want to become vegan mm, vegan is a <laughs> when um, sports performance ah. going into um obviously my junior year i had the, the option to come out went back um, end up tearing
1: my pick in fall Count. Okay. uh basically life or death situation either go holistic get surgery come back whenever who knows um went to decide the holistic route and that's, and that's pretty much changed my career in the sense of I can heal myself.
0: You accelerated your basically, healing with a vegan diet.
1: Boom. Uh, basically learned that knowledge, took it up on my own hands. Obviously, I had the program behind me supporting me. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was a decision that I ultimately had to make. Obviously, I, they gave me options. But at the end of the day, you have to make that decision. Um, and I chose vegan and went All-American with no pecs. So it's like I'm a believer.
0: I'm I'm gonna testify. (laughs) I'm gonna testify right now. Okay. Well, here you know in LA, I in in Ames, like to compare the restaurants. You know, it's just like there's no there's no comparison because like there's no comparison. comparison. I I mean I didn't know what to eat. I was like I don't know what uh, where's the food at. Like where's where's the Thai restaurant? Like where can I get Indian food? Where's like where's Mediterranean? I live on a block, literally. On a block where there is Indian, Mediterranean, Thai food, um, a burger place, Jersey Mike's. um, (laughs) (laughs) What else is there? Like literally a a diner that makes fantastic breakfast and all that good stuff. Right. So I can walk out of my house and walk less than 100 yards and go to all those places.
1: And be good.
0: And eat Vegan. Be the full blown carnivore that I am, right? Or do, or you know what I'm saying? I can have whatever I want. But so going there, I was like, where's the, where's all the food? Yeah. Who's gonna, how am I gonna eat? Right. You, where's all the fast food places like where's all the stuff but it, and it's very different so there's a lot of little cultural shocks but that's fantastic that you adopted a vegan diet it's fantastic that you found a way to heal your body without surgery because there's a lot of surgeries happening in college sports and we will definitely table that for another time because yeah. yeah you know, know there's a lot of surgeries happening a lot of, I think, unnecessary surgeries happening, and people don't find that out until they go to do their, like, physical for the NFL, and they're like, why do you have a surgery? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> why didn't they treat you properly? Like, they could have done all these different things. So that's super dope. Um, tell people how they can find you and where they can learn about your future initiatives and goals and plans.
1: Um, uh Instagram for brandpb.com and pretty much, if you don't find me, I'm sure you'll find somebody that I influence, right? Uh, transcendent, transcendent performance pretty much influenced my life. Okay. Um, and I'm basically taking, taking game. I will stay influenced my life. Matt Campbell influenced my life. So maybe, I don't like to be the point, right? I'm a pointer. Um, and maybe if you don't find me, you'll find somebody that I rubbed off on, I squeezed my sponge, and they took the drip from it. Yeah. Um, just keep the cycle going, but Brand TV, if you're looking for me, and obviously I like to put other people on my platform, so don't be scared or don't be confused when it's what's going on. Paint it like you know, paint flow flow. Um, that's just a, that's just a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. don't be afraid to to take something, right? Yeah,
0: something. yeah. Take something and be, you know, just accept who people are. They're more than just an athlete, more than just a person who wears a jersey. You are a really dynamic, creative person. Um, and it's hard to kind of say those words and describe yourself when you are also a football player. It's hard. It's hard. But that is genuinely like what you love and what you're passionate about. You care about people. You care about art. You care about marketing. That means you care. You're a creative person. You're trying to find solutions creatively to make things blossom and grow. Boom. Boom. So you, get to, you never call yourself a creative. It's kind of funny. Every time I talk, I'm like, you're a creative. You're like, yep. But you don't say. It. It's okay. At some point when you go, you know what? I'm a creative. You'll see what happens. You'll see what happens. I appreciate you so much for, for talking to us and sharing your experience. And I hope that I genuinely, genuinely hope that the future lies in your favor because you're super dope. And like there needs to just be more kids that looks like you that have the energy you have, that have the passion that you have kind of leading the way for the rest of these babies that are looking up and trying to figure out how they're going to get where you just came from.
1: Speaking into existence. All right.
0: You got it. Always. Yeah, good, always. I appreciate you so much, Brian Peavy. Right, thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.